0: scared
1: me so bad hello
0: i was not expecting that
1: (laughs) right hello you're fine sorry listeners (laughs) you're fine that was loud
2: (laughs) i thought you were sneezing
1: (laughs) (laughs) it did clip a little bit but that's all right uh hello and welcome folks to a very special episode of We Watch Movies and Then Talk About Them, the only podcast on the internet where we watch several movies and then watch people get awarded for said movies and then talk about the awards and the people that got them. There may be others where other people watch a lot of movies (laughs) and then watch some awards and then uh, talk about the people getting those awards and the films that got them, Uh, but this is the only one where we do it.
0: That got real confusing in the middle there.
1: Yep. My name is Andrew Westensko. I am the host of this year podcast, joined at my right hand in life and in all things by Becca. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm excited. That's great. Yeah. To my left and to Becca's right, due to the circular nature of our table, is Sid.
0: Hello. It's a bit of a stretch to say that she's to your left.
1: It's a stretched circle.
0: It's like probably six feet all the way around
1: Eh, whatever the listeners don't know that it's a perfectly circular table and we're all huddled around it it's tiny we're
0: all very close to each other <laughs>
1: very close <laughs> Shoulders
2: we're touching. all talking into the same microphone <laughs> we are indeed
1: get out of my way becca no fine um all right folks this is this is the news here the the, the news is here we're excited It's a good day. We're
0: probably just going to be screaming throughout this entire episode. No, I
1: think I got my screams out. Did you? I did. I did my one scream and I called it good.
0: I'm probably going to save mine for later.
1: Okay. That works. Um, So today we are, uh, I mean, award season is over. It's officially over. We're talking about uh, awards season for 2019 films. And the reason I say award season and not just Oscars is because I do uh, very quickly want to touch on the Spirit Awards uh, because they were very good. Uh, Well, I mean, the the awards they gave were very good. I didn't watch the ceremony because there is only so many uh, hours in the day. But um, basically, uh, the Spirit Awards are, for those of you who are unfamiliar, are the premier, uh, what am I saying, independent film awards show. So I don't remember what the criteria is. I think it's like... If you have, if your budget is under twenty million, you're considered independent, or it might be studio association. I don't know. In any case, uh, very quickly, the Independent Film Awards um, praised some of the uh, overlooked gems.
0: <laughs> the um uncut. The gems? Un- yeah, the uncut type. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just um, making sure we're clear here.
1: Yeah. So just very very quickly um apart from the oscars adam sandler has been getting his due um he's won a handful of awards most notably best actor at the spirit awards which is great good for him um additionally josh and benny safty got best director which is fantastic um a couple of boring picks renee zellweger took best actress blah uh i don't know how to say her name zhao shuzen from The Farewell, she took supporting female actress, which is great. Um, Marriage Story didn't qualify for this, though, in all fairness. So, there you go. And supporting actor, Willem Dafoe took it for The Lighthouse, which is great. Wow. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and Of
0: those nominees, though, that seems like fitting.
1: Yeah, Willem Dafoe, Noah Jupe from Honey Boy, Shia LaBeouf from Honey Boy, Jonathan Majors from The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and Wendell Pierce from Burning Cane. Were the nominees. Willem Defoe took it for supporting actor. Uh Noah Bombuck. Oh, I guess Marriage Story did qualify because he won for screenplay. That's weird. That is weird. Laura Dern wasn't even nominated here. Wacky. Uh Jaron Blackshee got cinematography for the Lighthouse over Hustlers, Honey Boy, The Third Wife, and Midsommar. Fantastic. Uncut Gems took best editing, which it definitely deserved. Um and um, Parasite took Best International Film Blah 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 Nobody cares And then Best Picture I care about Parasite Well nobody cares Nobody cares Parasite. that it took Best International Film That's fair That's the like The like, only Of course Yeah the yeah, only yeah. other year Where that's been such a foregone conclusion Was last year with Roma Yeah Yeah Um, And Best Feature These were the nominees for Best Feature At the Spirit Awards A Hidden Life Clemency Which I've never heard of
2: Oh I've heard of that one.
1: Do you know what it's about?
2: Um, It's kind of about um I'm if it's the movie I'm thinking of it's kind of a a battle between uh like a prison warden and um this guy who's up for um you know being put to death mm-hmm. I think that's it Wow um, I I saw a
0: few
1: trailers for it Sounds interesting Um
0: that sounds familiar I feel like I've seen a trailer for that but I'm, I don't know
2: yeah, it's um oh, okay. So it's about um she's a prison warden, and she prepares to execute another inmate. Um, she must confront her psychological and emotional demons. Uh, her job creates ultimately connecting her to the man she is sanctioned to kill.
1: Hmm. Interesting. So yeah. Weird. Okay. Cool. Um, The Farewell, Marriage Story, and Uncut Gems were the nominees, and uh didn't expect this. The Farewell took it. Wow. Hmm. For best feature at the Spirit Awards. I mean, it's very good. I would have given it to Uncut Gems, uh, very closely followed by Hidden Life, but that's just because that's my uh, three and four films of last year. So. <laughs> um, if you want to hear our thoughts on um, awards season aside, what we consider to be the best films of 2019, we did an episode on just that. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, you can find that, and it's uh, probably right below this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have we done anything since then?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think
1: so. Yeah. So, uh right below this one you can find our summation of last year. Uh so yeah, just wanted to quickly mention the spirit awards mostly because uh they recognized uncut gems. Because for some reason, uh the academy didn't like A24 this year.
2: They never they hardly ever like A24. They like gave it to Moonlight and ever since then there's like nah.
1: I guess so. I don't know. I read, I read a Reddit thread, so as much clout as you want to give that, that said that uh, the Academy, for some reason, doesn't like the Safdie brothers.
2: But they've only had like two movies. Who knows?
1: Point okay. being, uh, A24's big push this year was behind Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. They, they promoted it uh, for the Oscars much heavier than they did anything else. Yeah. And it got totally snubbed. Um, which is stupid because it absolutely deserved you know A- adam sandler should have been in over jonathan price i watched the two uh, popes uh-huh. and it's fine yeah. but adam sandler should have been in over jonathan price yeah.
0: i agree that it should have been nominated i don't know that it, it could have won any of the categories in the oscars but
1: i would have picked it for editing absolutely it's very- and sound mixing at the very least if not editing as well
0: yeah The way those would be the only two awards I'd be okay with, yeah. The way that dialogue
1: is handled in that movie is just pure ecstasy, it's incredible what they were able to do. Like, but yeah, so that's the Spirit Awards. Um, so let's jump in to the Oscars then. Yay, I have a few questions for you guys, and these are uh, these are fun little questions, okay? First of all. Um, and this doesn't have to be a single answer, but I am asking you on the spot so that you must think fast. Best dressed. What do we think? Mm. I think there's a few uh, clear cut answers, but
2: why, why can't I remember anyone?
0: I, they, they didn't show her very often, but I thought Saoirse Ronan's dress was she's, awesome. She's
1: my top. I think she looked incredible. Yeah. Her dress was amazing.
0: Yeah. I don't even like, I didn't
2: watch like the the red carpet. Which I usually do before. And oh my gosh.
1: we definitely did. And I thought it was worth it. I thought it was fun. All right, let Brad, me, let me look up Brad Pitt looked like a snack. Of
2: course. Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm surprised that I have to beat you to this, Sid.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you even think for a second that I will not hype up my my beautiful boy, Timothy Chalamet.
0: Dude,
1: Timmy looked good course, last night.
2: I, you know, of course, I, like there's all these jokes that he looks like a, a mechanic. I'm like
1: wearing rocking the track suit with the his, slicked his hair
0: jawline was on point and his <laughs> brooch. can you believe it
1: supposedly i don't know the the uh, i i read somewhere that that's from dune
0: oh really yeah huh. yeah
1: Ooh. so good on him he looked amazing uh i thought Serge ronin's dress was incredible yeah
0: hers was my favorite
1: I, sure. it, it was just a, a very good dress florence Pugh. Oh yeah, rocking the joint. Oh my gosh, she looked amazing.
2: I, I love her so much.
1: Yeah, I'm just I am so excited to see what she does.
2: I really like Brie Larson's. Oh
0: yeah, her dress. She was She really did. Pretty. She looked really good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then I think the last one off the top of my head is Janelle Monae.
0: Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Still they her in
1: like the Monáe. game.
2: Yes, um, I know that Natalie Portman. She like wore a cape.
1: Oh, and, and it had it was like embroidered. Yeah, yeah.
2: embroidered with um. The women who were snubbed for Best Director.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Was it just Greta Gerwig all over like probably. a million times? Because um, here's the thing. This is where I'm going to get myself into trouble. I thought that for the most part, the crop of Best Directors for this year was very acceptable. I didn't have a problem with a single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do
0: think that Greta Gerwig deserves. Oh, another,
1: absolutely. A if you're going to push somebody out, probably Todd Phillips.
0: That's exactly what I was
2: thinking.
1: To wanna... put in Greta Gerwig. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't be mad this year, yeah, honestly. I think, like, I, I do not believe that the Best Director nominations were motivated by sexism this year. Yeah. It was just that good of a year for movies.
2: It was, like, a pretty good year. I think probably, I mean, without diving too much into it, I think more the problem is just um, not enough opportunities for women to sure. to direct. But I think, like, this year, like, I wasn't, like, mad about anything. Like, I would say that um yeah it would probably be better to put greta uh greta in there instead of todd phillips um but yeah like it's it's not really something that i like it didn't feel undeserving
1: sure and i mean like i think all of us ranked little women above joker for the end of the year right like it is i think it is a better film yeah but we watched we re we re-watched joker last night after the ceremony
0: it was really it's good. It's very good.
1: It's very good. It's well directed. It's mm-hmm. well put together. The pacing in that movie is incredible. The The momentum, I didn't realize how quickly that movie moves. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot happening and not a lot of time.
0: Well, and I think it absolutely needs and deserves a second viewing for anybody who watches it because it's so heavy. Sure. It's so like the first time we watched it. You just are left with that really heavy, depressing feeling.
1: Well, sure. And I didn't realize, I mean, I guess spoilers for Joker. I didn't realize just how early on in the film the subway murders happen.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like
1: 25 minutes in. Yeah. It's very early on.
0: Well, and we were talking throughout the movie and we picked up on a lot more symbolism throughout the movie. This second time around as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot going on. And, you know, I kind of scoffed at the screenplay being nominated. Um, I still obviously think that Uncut Gems should have been nominated above it. Um, Like if I was going to kick something out of original screenplay, you got Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, Oh, it wasn't nominated. Joker was adapted. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it was adapted. Which is loose, honestly. Like, that's such a weird choice. Yeah. But, oh well. Um,
0: well, adapt didn't Jojo Rabbit win? Yes, often? it did yeah. that was which is well, great. I'm okay be- with that.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine with that. um, but yeah, so I-, I don't know, like I've been i've I've become I've been talking to Becca about this. I've become so burnt out on these like every single news outlet putting out fifty articles about what the Oscars should and shouldn't be and what they should and shouldn't do, and we need representation here and here and there and there. And like what it really boils down to is like they just, it seems like a lot of these news outlets just want women and people of color for director and main acting uh, nominations, which is great. I'm not against that at all, but I was very impressed with the amount of diversity with the people who won. Oh yeah. Like I thought it was great. Honestly, there was just a huge, a very diverse cast of people going up on that stage last night. I thought.
0: Yeah, and like, it it very much felt overwhelmingly, a lot of women were getting awards, which felt really good. Yeah, and I thought it was, it was exciting great to see. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like if you don't get nominated for director, then it's sexism.
0: Yeah, but, I but yeah, I, I, just, like just, I don't know that I agree award. with that. I don't know. Yeah,
1: it just it it's so weird to me. Like all of these news outlets, because they all have their very specific opinions of what the Oscars should do, and none of them agree with each other. So, it's like nobody is ever going to be happy. So, what do you expect the Oscar, the Academy to do? Like, they're just going to do what they want because they know that no matter what they do, they're not going to make anybody happy. Except for this year, they made me happy.
0: Yes, they did. I
1: thought they made some great choices. So, best dressed goes to Saoirse Saoirse Ronan. Everybody from Little Women, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: They all looked great. I mean, they're all just beautiful.
1: They really are. Was Emma Watson even there?
2: I don't think so. (laughs) I mean, I didn't see <laughs> no reason.
1: Her. Uh, I guess to point to to that point, Greta Gerwig looked great too. Oh yeah, should get oh, yeah. dressed.
2: I like cried every time that they showed her. Yeah, they showed she's, her a lot. Yeah, they did. They really was did. was like, uh, Oh, after they won for uh best costume, they like showed her and she's crying and then she's like, yeah. she like says, "I'm so happy," and I started crying. I was like, "You deserve everything, Greta."
1: <laughs> <laughs> She'll keep going though. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I was I was mad that Saoirse Ronan didn't get more screen time.
2: Yeah, I, I honestly feel like there weren't, like, that many big names at the actual ceremony. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, didn't feel like, you know, like, they, like, show the audience and I'd be like, oh, that's that person, you know, but it was, like. Bradley
1: Cooper somehow got the best seat in the house. Oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> what is he doing he gets that seat?
2: And Tony Hawk was there.
1: And... Right. And Jeff Bezos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I
1: don't know. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on, like, the format this year?
2: good like i didn't really feel like um they wasted a lot of time um and i think i mean if i remember right they did all the songs nominated for best song uh,
1: the m and performance was very baffling confused. yeah that baffling was makes no I, sense
2: i don't think anyone understood it that was weird i would definitely take that out but i feel like the flow was yeah pretty good there were like a few monologues that went a little long yeah,
1: but. my favorite thing oh, the freaking oh, what were their names? The two ladies who were like we can act.
2: Kristen Wiig and oh, they uh, were so great. Really,
1: that I thought that I bit. I thought it. that bit got a little bit tired.
2: It got a little bit long. It was good at the beginning. Yeah, that's yeah. fair.
1: Yeah. Um, it was kind of like the singing, yeah. was, was the, who was with her? Tiffany Haddish and the, last year that they did basically the exact same bit. Oh. Who was it? Who was with her? I don't remember. But you know the one that I'm talking about from yeah. last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one was better. Yeah um but in any case yeah the the m performance was baffling my favorite is all the people going after him on twitter and being like why did you perform like what's wrong with you nobody cares you're not the song's not relevant like you just made the telecast too long and it's like money yeah they said we will pay you money yeah. to come play this song and he said one song done
2: yeah <laughs> it was so weird because like i understand like what they were going for you know like they were yeah going for like how music can impact the movie but i feel like that's one of like, it's not a very impactful movie. Well, right. Like, who's
1: talking about 8 Mile 20 no. years later?
2: Yeah. We're only talking about the song just because people remember it. Well,
1: right. Because Lose Yourself was one of the highest starting songs of the decade. Yeah.
2: No one remembers how that song changed And
1: you know movie. what? Real talk. I think it was last year at some point. I rewatched 8 Mile. It's not that good. I've
2: never even seen it. It's I haven't seen it It's not that good. I've never had a desire to see it.
1: It's like a very, very mediocre movie. Eminem is not a good actor. <laughs>
0: They should have just had uh, Billie Eilish perform one of her songs instead of that. was the
1: other thing is they bring Billie Eilish out to sing freaking, um, was it Imagine? Yesterday. Yesterday. Whatever. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I was was telling Becca though, when when she came out and they said that she was doing the In Memoriam, I had a bit of a heart drop moment and I was like, are they going to have her sing Barry a Friend? (laughs) (laughs) Just like the ultimate bad taste. (laughs) She did great though. She sounded great. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know. I like Billie Eilish.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about performances, the best was the opening number. Yeah, that
1: Janelle number was awesome, but yeah. very confusing as well. Mm-hmm. Like, let's highlight all of these films that we didn't I nominate. Know. Like, yeah. very Super prominently referenced. featuring Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and she Us. came out. Yeah, Midsummer and Us specifically. I mean, she came out in the May Queen flower dress.
2: Which was great. Yeah.
0: I loved
1: Thought that. It was great. I, yeah,
2: I loved it, but I was like so you are like acknowledging that they exist and, and that it's they're like fantastic. You forgot that these movies existed. You just blatantly ignored them. Yeah. yeah well, and
1: weird. like, you're like, here's the thing. I mean, I have an unpopular opinion. I don't really love the period costume design thing. I don't like giving awards to it. Cause yeah. like one uh, little women won and
0: i'm okay with that honestly i thought the costumes were amazing
1: uh, sure they are but like you know that every hollywood studio just has a shipping container full of 19th century dresses
0: i think there's a lot more that goes into it than that
1: i mean but, i'm sure but like
0: I, I mean i i get what you're telling you're, te- you're telling but me I that don't. little
1: women deserved it more than even joker or jojo rabbit right other other films nominated you're I'm, telling me I'm that, okay
0: with it because I want Little Women to win.
1: Awards, sure. And I think like, that that's why it won, honestly. I think that they knew yeah. they weren't going to give it to anything else. Mm-hmm. That they weren't going to give it anything else, which is a bummer, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have, eh, I don't know. Screenplay is debatable. I might have given it to Little Women over Jojo jo Rabbit.
2: Yeah, that's what I put.
1: But, I mean, that that was my pick, was Little Women. Uh-huh. But in any case, like, I uh, even, like, throw throw Midsummer a costume nomination. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, there's uh, go listen to the uh, A24 podcast with Ari Aster and Robert Eggers. And Ari Aster goes into what went into making those costumes. And, like, the production designers and uh, costume designers, that runic alphabet they use is invented for the film. And they all mean something, and they all tie into how the costumes are put together, and they tie into the different attributes that the characters have. And the things that they're experiencing at that point in time, like, lots of, like, really minute details going into uh, how those costumes were handled. So, sure, there is more than just pulling 19th century dresses out of a shipping container. That's obviously me.
0: I would love to hear Florence Pugh's opinion on the matter. Midsummer versus Little Women I would for just costumes. Love
2: to hear Florence Pugh talk about yeah, say anything. anything.
1: Oh just yeah, for real, absolutely. <laughs>
2: I've, I've watched her multiple times. Just make ice cream. <laughs> I watched. I need to a, follow like, her on Instagram. Fifteen minute long mukbang of her eating British foods.
1: Jeez, is she British? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh-huh. Good heavens, uh-huh. she can do an accent. Yeah, she's like Margot Robbie, dude. Yeah, she's great. Like it, she's that believable. Oh yeah. Margot Robbie. We watched uh, Wolf of Wall Street. A week or so ago, mm-hmm. Margaret Robbie's accent is incredible. Oh, yeah. She's great. I don't know how she pulls that off. Um, so best musical number. I was I was surprised with the uh, Harriet one. I yeah. thought it was I, I thought, thought it was very good. Yeah. I
2: thought that was one of the better ones.
1: I was it, hoping that would win.
2: I, um, I honestly couldn't hear like any of the other songs. I don't know if it was just like RTV or if the broadcast was weird. But, like I just couldn't really. Understand anything?
1: The Frozen one was very cringy. Yeah,
2: yeah, I do not like that one at all.
1: And, and a the lot Toy of Story one a lot of them boring. didn't sound good. Yeah, <laughs> I fell asleep during the Toy Story one. That was terrible. <laughs> it was really bad. I'm sorry, Randy Newman. You're a legend, but holy crap, was that a boring song?
2: Yeah, yeah. I would probably say the Harriet one was the best. And she's she's a great singer. Do
1: you know what really gets me though? They decided that they had time to randomly bring out Eminem to perform Lose Yourself 20 years late right but last year or no the year before they couldn't even bother to let Sufjan get through his song he performed half of the song but they decide nope Eminem's got time on top of all of these other stupid songs
0: yeah well two years ago that's when they would they like Went and crashed a theater. Yeah, they and, went and threw like, hot dogs at people. I so forgot about that. That
1: was so bad. The other, they went to cra- What was it? Uh, a wrinkle, uh, in wrinkle in Time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what, like, a we don't need that. what a terrible
1: bit. It's literally rich people throwing food at poor people yeah. in a theater for a bad movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just give us more Sufyan all oh, the time. Oh, my
1: man. Good freaking heavens. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was disappointed the Harriet one didn't win. I mean, obviously, you're going to give it to Elton John. I don't even think that was a question. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Who cares? But I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, I don't like those performances of original songs. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It made me kind of want to see Harriet. Yeah. I, I really like...
2: like everything that I've seen. Uh, is it Cynthia Erivo? Mm-hmm. Everything I've seen her and she's really good.
1: Apparently, I found this out last night. If she had won the Oscar, she would be the youngest person ever to have an EGOT. Wow, really? Yeah, and she's oh. she would have gotten them in the last four years. So, in, in the last four oh. years, she's gotten a Grammy, and Emmy, and a Tony. Oh, my gosh. And she's up for two Oscars this year and didn't win either of them.
2: Oh, my gosh. Man. Yeah, she's really
1: good. I like her and yeah. everything. And she seemed cool. She was talking to Ryan Seacrest in The Red Carpet, and she seemed like she's like a cool person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Not as classy as Brad Pitt. He was... It, I, can you imagine being Brad Pitt? Like, <laughs> it just Like, you've got to have so few Fs left to give. Like... He's just like, he's talking to Ryan Seacrest and he turns around and Quentin Tarantino's walking by and he's like, oh, there's the man. And he and Quentin Tarantino were like shooting (laughs) finger guns at each other. (laughs) That was something else. Yeah. Um, Okay. And one more thing before we get into the uh, winners. Um, Which speeches did you guys like the best? Because I don't know how much we'll talk about these when we talk. I mean, I guess we could talk about them with the winners, but...
0: Uh I have to say my very favorite speech was Renée Zellweger. Good heavens. She that was just absolutely my How long was that speech? I honestly I I thought you guys were serious. I was like I didn't listen at all. No,
1: that that speech that was was just like she I think she was just like reading the entirety of Moby Dick up there. Yeah.
0: And it's then also long. just like saying the names of everybody she saw in the audience.
1: She yeah. what was the one that she literally she, she was like
0: Martin Scorsese and Harriet Tubman. Yeah, she thinks
1: she thinks Harriet Tubman and Martin Scorsese in the same sentence,
0: <laughs> in the same breath. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. Uh, no, that was a train wreck, but well, I mean,
0: because she came on right after she came Waukee on. Yeah, Phoenix, she came on right after Walking Phoenix, which was a great about. speech. I thought
1: it was fantastic. Um, I mean, a little bit rambly. Yeah. Well, but that's how he is.
0: And actually, after, like, I when he gave his speech, I was like, "Well, this seems like getting." Farther away from the point of his Oscar, but after watching Joker again last night, it felt more connected to Joker than I originally thought it yeah. was.
1: Except for the milk. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of milk memes coming I, out of last I missed night. That yeah. part. Oh, really? I
0: like came back, and my family was
2: just like, "Why is he talking about milk?" I'm like, "He's very vegan, so <laughs> that's probably it."
0: I mean, it's an important sentiment that I agree with. That I am glad he used his position yeah. to talk about because
1: well, but... uh, have you watched it after no so well, i the, watched most of it okay but... the point that he was making for anybody who missed it is that um we artificially inseminate cows to force them to breed essentially and then take the baby away and steal her milk mm-hmm. which is like biologically intended for her calf but we steal it and he's like just to put it on our coffee and our cereal and like i don't know that like
2: I, re- I remember my sister walking in and she was like, I feel bad for eating this bowl of cereal now. And I was really confused. I was like, what? <laughs> and then now it makes but sense. But he gave a
1: great speech. He was yeah. he was definitely more composed than he was at the Golden Globes.
2: Yeah. Uh, I would say one of my favorite speeches was any time that Bong Joon-ho said, I will be drinking tonight. Dude, yes. was such
1: a, dude his speeches were, uh, uh, that was my other one, was all of his. All of his. Including his best picture speech. Which was nothing. Yeah. you just let everybody else or, talk.
2: Or the one where he's just in the background just gazing at his Oscar. Yeah. That's a great one. It's amazing. amazing.
1: Did you see... Uh, I know you posted the picture of him making yeah. the two Oscars yeah. kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: love I love him so much. He's so weird. He is so
1: weird. He's so great. Um, but no, I think even better than Joaquin Phoenix's, I think my speech of the night does go to him for his best director speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um.
0: That was good. Well, because he just talked about like... How important it was that, par- that, like that he got that Oscar. Well, but not even and that. What he, it means. He for was. The world. He, yeah,
1: and like thanking other directors for their support of his cinema along the way. Like mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese got a standing ovation during Bong Joon Ho's Best Director yeah. speech. Like, which <laughs> I was kind of like. This, this is, just
2: this is not his moment, but like I get Well, it. B-
1: but at the same time, like it just I think it shows how humble and like down to earth Bong Joon-ho oh, yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, like to his credit, how big of an impact Scorsese has had on the film industry. Apart oh. from just directing films, oh, yeah. he's been an enormous champion of international cinema for a long time and like specifically Korean cinema. And so like it, it, you really got that sentiment from Bong Joon-ho. Sitting up there being like, you know, Scorsese is the reason that I make films, Mm -hmm. and now I'm nominated next to him, and to win this is, like, the biggest honor that I could possibly receive. And, like, you believe him. Yeah, because it
2: wasn't just like, oh, I'm so honored to be with these guys, like how some people will. But, like, he, like, dived into, like, why he loves them, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just seems very authentic.
1: Yeah, for sure. His crazy hair.
0: When I love, I don't think it was his director's speech, but one of the other ones that he brought up the... Um, film community in South Korea and the importance No, that was the had. other guy oh, on it? screenplay. Was yeah. it? Okay. He's
1: like, he's like, here you guys have Hollywood and back in Korea we have, I forget what the, what the word was, but some other thing that's like Korean Hollywood. And he's like, mm-hmm. so this doesn't just go to us, this goes to all of the lovers of cinema and wherever that is. I don't remember what it's called.
0: Either way, I thought that was a good um, sentiment to bring when talking about Parasite and like helping us realize that it's not just about america yeah for sure
1: no yeah i mean mvp of the night Bang Junho, ho absolutely yes um brad pitt's speech was a little milk toast. if yeah. like it, it felt like he was like i mean it was the first award of the night yeah and there was no suspense as to who's gonna get it yeah and he gets up there and he's like you know they told me i only have 45 seconds which is 45 seconds longer than the senate gave john bolton which is like w- sure worthy of being said right mm-hmm. good point like agree
0: yeah,
1: but like, it's kind of out of place. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of it's just kind of milk toast. And yeah. like, he didn't seem, I don't know,
0: like
2: compared to his other speeches, which were hilarious and crazy. Like this one was kind of just like, oh thanks, sure. you know. I don't know.
1: Like kids. like I said, I think he's just totally out of F's to give. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. He just didn't seem to care all that much that he got an Oscar.
0: Yeah,
1: because <laughs> yeah. it's his first acting one. Like yeah, he got one for producing Twelve Years a Slave, but never for acting. And so, I don't know. This is kind of whatever.
2: Yeah,
0: I also love that they just going back to *Parasite* that they brought the lights back up oh, after. Yeah. Oh, that was Best awesome! Signature. Yeah, they
1: they tried to seriously. You let Renee Zellweger go on that freaking yeah, tangent, exactly. and then you turn the lights down on this whole this whole group team. of people. Yeah, like come on. And I loved Tom Hanks in the front row. Bring him yeah. up!
0: Bring him up! <laughs> Like, that was cool, too, to see, like, the support of everyone there saying, no, we want to hear from them. Yeah,
2: it's not like this is history in the making. Well,
1: right. And, like, how often is it... I mean, I guess, like, Green Book might be, especially after this year, it seems like Green Book might be the exception of the last few years, right? Mm -hmm. Because the last few years, they really have picked if not the most, one of the most deserving films for Best Picture, right? Mm-hmm. You had Shape of Water, which is an incredible pick, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but it was Becca's. Yeah. Um, and I think it's an incredible pick for Best Picture. Um, you have Moonlight. You have Spotlight. Mm-hmm. I think these are all films that definitely deserve to be highlighted in that oh, yeah. in that echelon of film. And, and so maybe, hopefully, it will turn out that Green Book was the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. And really all of last year. Last year was a weird year.
2: It was weird. It was
1: but I don't know, it's just, it's good to see, like, I don't know. It's nice to see the Academy celebrating what is, I think, pretty unequivocally the best film of the year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a couple that give it a run for its money, but I'd, I'd put Lighthouse and Uncut Gems very close to it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, after watching it again, I'm just, it. it well, it's hard I, to beat.
0: I feel like it would have been so easy for the Academy to be like, well, we gave it. Uh, Best international film. Yeah, like we don't need to give it. Honestly,
1: I was when it came up and it won best international. I was like, I I counted that as a point against it Mm
0: -hmm. because I thought
1: that if they were planning on giving it best picture, that they would give international film to something else. Yeah,
2: I was scared it was going to be like last year where Roma got pretty much like same thing like same best director, best international,
1: and cinematography is what it got.
2: Yeah, and you know, I was like, oh, like. Oh, they could totally get best picture. So I was scared it was going to be this time around. Yeah,
1: it was. It was like it was such a weird feeling because last year, kind of the same thing happened. That you know, we get up there and Roma wins, and Roma wins, and Roma wins. And we get the best picture. and We're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Is it finally going to do it? And then green book. So I'm like, I, I know. I'm like, we're. And it gets screenplay. I was expecting 1917. Right. It gets yeah, screenplay. It gets international. It gets director. And I'm like, oh, it's 1917. Mm-hmm. It yeah. totally is. Yeah. But here's the thing: the uh, uh, maybe not that resigned because when he won best director, I I really thought that that's when I really started believing is when he took best director. Well,
0: and that was because, because best that's it. director was a bigger deal that's to me he- than I best thought Picture, they I though. thought
1: they would split it. I thought Sam Mendes was going to win
0: mm-hmm. yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah. So when they gave him best director, I was like, I think we did it. Yeah. Like I think that's it because. Yeah. Best Director, I thought, was a way bigger hurdle to cross than Best Picture this year for Parasite.
2: Yeah. I agree. And also, like, with last year, it was kind of like, yeah, Alfonso Cordon, like, he's been nominated a bunch of times in the past. I This was the first time that Bong Joon-ho was ever nominated. Yeah, never yeah. recognized. Yeah. First
1: South Korean film at the Oscars.
2: Yeah. Which is incredible. So, yeah, I think it was it was really, um, like, really an underdog kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I mean, coming me, like it—it it, it rocketed out of cans or cons or however you say it. Yep. Do we have a definitive way on how you say I think that it's yet? Cons. Is it cons? Do you say I the s? I thought it was
0: can. No s. Can. You know, yeah. I
2: don't
1: know. The French Film Festival. I mean, it came out of there with just so much momentum mm-hmm. because so unexpected. Nobody, nobody expected that to win the top prize.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of has has ridden on that. I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's given its it its momentum throughout the year. Because that made us really excited to go see it.
1: Yeah. There are rumors circulating. And they are nothing but rumors. So we'll see if anything happens. But there are rumors circulating that Criterion is going to do a Bong Joon-ho box set.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. Which would be awesome.
1: Because oh they just barely struck new deals with both Neon and Netflix. Uh, Neon, their deal was spearheaded on Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which mm-hmm. they're releasing this year. Mm-hmm. And Netflix obviously spearheaded with Roma and then the Irishman and marriage story and American factory. Right. Okay. Oh, so there was rumors before that they were going to be working on a Bong Joon-ho set, um, which I think, I think would be great. Um, there's a couple of his films that I still need to see. I need to see mother yeah. and memories of a murder. Those
2: are the two I want to see.
1: Um, but everything else that I've seen from him is just fantastic. We did mm-hmm. episodes on, we did an episode on Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I forgot that that was him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And obviously an episode on Parasite. So I'd I'd love to see that happen, I think. Um, I'm very, very glad that we got our Parasite Blu-ray before uh, the nominations even came out. Because now we don't have to buy it all covered in garbage. I I hate it when Blu-rays do that. When it's like nominated for a million awards and all the greatest things about it. (laughs) I hate that. But I would love to see it even more get a Criterion Treatment so uh the the evidence against that is that it just became a very 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 profitable uh title for neon, obviously um so the likelihood that they give up or at least, or even share distribution rights on it seems pretty unlikely, but you never know maybe they maybe they love art more than they love money. I don't know that'd be cool that would be cool if somebody loved art more than they love money, yeah, yeah,
2: that'd be very helpful <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um any other general thoughts before we kind of dive into some of the awards? All right, let's go. Um, let's see awards that nobody actually saw any of them. <laughs> and there's nothing against this. It, here's the thing: I tried. I think it was last year, or the year before. I tried really hard to see all of the shorts, all of the documentaries, mm-hmm. and these people really shoot themselves in the foot a lot of the times. It feels like I don't know if this has been your experience, Sid. That like it's so hard to see some of these.
2: Yeah. Like every now and then, like you'll see, like they'll have like a night where they show all of them but if they do like they hardly advertise it or it's super far away like they just you need to make it online
1: well that's what i'm saying is like any the the very day that these um nomination announcements come out the the distribution studios in charge of these films and short films instantly need to have it on iTunes yeah the amount of money that they're just throwing away by not having it easily accessible on these online platforms is just ridiculous mm-hmm. cuz i would pay to watch them i'd yeah. I'd buy each of them individually yeah. just to watch them because they were nominated
0: and i'm sure there's tons of people out there who would do the same
1: yeah uh to to that point um apparently both honeyland and corpus christi are just phenomenal
0: yeah i hear those are
2: incredible
1: so i'd be very interested to see those mm-hmm. um in any case um international feature went to parasite over corpus christi les miserables which i need to correct myself i assumed it was a remake of les miserables apparently it's about the french protests a couple years ago oh. the the yellow jacket ones okay so oh. there you go it's right. not just another les mis remake
2: easily mistakeable
1: right um honeyland um which is interesting a documentary getting nominated for best international film yeah fantastic um, and Pain and Glory, which I still need to see.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, inter- er, uh, Parasite took international film. Um, apparently, the distinction between international and foreign language film is significant. I don't know that I.
2: It's. I mean, I. This is kind of just how I feel about it, and like kind of um, through my film class, I kind of realized the difference. Where I don't know if this is really it, but it kind of feels exclusive to say foreign, to just be like, oh well we're the top of movies so because this isn't in english it's foreign
1: well but that's the weird thing is that uh, like they changed the name without changing the rules yeah because the the rules are i think it's it's either like 60 or 70 percent of your dialogue has to be not in english to Uh qualify for that award Hmm. so like there's a bunch of um like west african films uh that people were pissed didn't get any recognition because they didn't meet the requirements because they're in english but like they're not American oh, films. Yeah,
2: that Okay. Yeah, that's really... That doesn't make any sense. Right?
1: But then you run into the issue where like, oh, crap. Are we just going to nominate a bunch of British films? Like, are we going to make... Because how it works is each country... And I don't know who chooses it. I don't think that like the president of Senegal is out there viewing all the films from his country. You know what I mean? But each country makes an official submission to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And then from those submissions is what they pull for international film. Yeah. Hmm. So like, are we going to get down to it? We're like, oh canada has to make an official submission uh you know what i mean it's yeah. so strange because like the uk doesn't have to make an official submission and canada doesn't have to but yeah that
2: does make it messy like
1: mexico does uh,
2: hmm. it's just weird yeah that is
1: weird so i don't know i think i think they need to clean up the rules on that a little bit for yeah. sure um and also you know what get some funding behind it uh, making Oscars for not American movies do, do do to us what we do to you you know what I mean Great. say like you know what if your film was made in America you're not in yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: didn't Bong um, Bong Joon-ho say something about like this local award show I thought I heard
1: I don't it. remember specifically I about... don't
2: know if it was during the Oscars or if maybe like a press something but I heard that he said that the Os- he called the Oscars a local award show That's hilarious <laughs> is amazing yeah
1: <laughs> Um, live action short film went to The Neighbor's Window, which I uh, am not familiar with. A synopsis on IMDb. It tells the story of a middle-aged woman with small children whose life is shaken up when two free-spirited 20-somethings move in across the street. Cool. Hmm. All right. I uh, know that's that thing. The,
2: the National was promoting it, so... Oh, really? I don't know. if They posted something on Did Bryce on Dester their... or something do the music? I have no idea. I know that they posted something on their instagram and that's all i know and i know that i support them because of it
1: well sure um cast music oh that's cast i'm looking for music, music by james baxter
0: hmm?
1: no idea all right. maybe they just like it maybe? um huh. over that one over a sister brotherhood nefta football club and Saria, which i have not heard of any of them uh best animated short film went to hair love uh, that is about, if father tries to do his daughter's hair for the first time, that one best animated short, um, the, uh, acceptance speech said that it is about normalizing black hair, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that one over daughter, Kitbull, memorable and sister, not familiar with any of them. Best animated feature film, Disney's money well spent went to toy story four. Um, which you liked quite a bit. Sid. It was yes, on your top 10 I list. Did. It is great uh how this beat out how to change dragon the hidden world i lost my body klaus and missing link
2: i hear i lost my body is really good but i would probably say like klaus is a close second
1: uh you've seen klaus yes it's very good really that's what i've heard uh the netflix snubs were real though last Mm -hmm. night well here's the thing it's hard to call them snubs when the most deserving film won in most categories i think yeah (laughs) yeah yeah netflix just wasn't quite the best but I do like them getting more representation. I think that the old school production studio model is outdated and uh, stupid.
2: Yes. Agreed. Especially if you're going to say that you can't, you can't have movies that premiered on Netflix and then just go and support Apple TV. Right. Steven Spielberg.
1: <sighs> Steven, you know what Steven Spielberg's words? Money. money. Money, 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 money. Yeah. Here's the thing. Steven Spielberg, if you're listening... Let's have a heart-to-heart. Just a really quick one. This isn't going to take long, I promise. Um, here's the thing, buddy. Uh, literally nobody was asking for a remake of West Side Story. Um, We're still not
2: asking for
1: it. There's there's not a person on this planet that cares. I promise you that. Seven, seven and Seven and a half billion people, not one of them asked for this. So, um, I mean, it's... Uh, we know that you've been asleep at the wheel for a while now ready player one the post we all know but you could do better you can that's it
2: i just remembered the post and now i have a bad taste in my mouth (laughs) that happened
0: to us the other day what a bland
1: movie that movie
2: is so boring (laughs) seriously i have almost never fallen asleep in a theater i fell asleep like three times so bland it was yeah just unmemorable
1: yeah um okay great so apparently klaus is great and you should see it yes Okay.
2: I mean, it's a Christmas movie, but you can watch it whenever.
1: Oh, the name would indicate. Yes. Okay. Uh, Documentary short subject went to learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. I don't know what that's about, but uh, the title seems pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl is the story of young Afghan girls learning to read, write, and skateboard in Kabul. Okay. There you go. Cool. Cool. Uh, that beat out, In the Absence, Life Overtakes Me, which sounds just depressing from its name. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about sick kids. So that I sounds think, Yeah, it's like terrible. something
2: about, uh, I think like deportation and like people who just like shut down. Ugh. They like can't function Man. with that stress. I sounds don't know. But horrendously
0: it just horrendously depressing. depressing. Yeah. Very sad.
1: Uh, St. Louis Superman and Walk Run Cha Cha were the losers. Uh, the, the ones that the Oscar did not go to. Mark Ruffalo is going to get uh, 14 lashes for saying the winner is. But.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, here we go. Best documentary feature went to American Factory, which I started while I was working the other night and realized it was mostly in Chinese and that I cannot simultaneously read subtitles <laughs> and uh, work. So I have not finished it. But from what I saw, uh, the first 15 minutes were engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's getting a, a Criterion release, so wow. it must not be terrible. Um, that beat out Forsama, Honeyland, which I do really, really want to see, Mm -hmm. uh, the cave and the edge of democracy, which I'm also interested in seeing about Brazil. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, real live awards now. I'm just kidding. Those are all real live awards. People put tons (laughs) of hard work into those films and I'm very glad that they got recognized for it. Um, here we go. Best achievement in visual effects. This was also the, the first time that I started suspecting that 1917 might not win it. Because this is such a concession award that it's not even funny.
0: Yeah.
1: The visual effects of 1917 are not that good.
0: Yeah. This one definitely should have gone to Avengers, I think. I think it should have gone
1: to Endgame for sure, mm-hmm. personally. Uh, nominees were 1917, Endgame, uh, Rise of Skywalker, The Irishman, and The Lion King. I think Endgame or Irishman. I was kind of blown away it didn't go to Irishman, honestly.
2: I thought they would, but
1: the the waterfall scene in 1917 alone should have been enough to make it not win an Oscar for Best Visual Effects. Yeah. Very rag dolly. Very low textures.
0: I think a lot of people were mad that um, Endgame didn't get more nominations.
1: Yeah, there were some people saying it should have been nominated for Best Picture, and I think that they just didn't see any movies this year. Yeah, I think... Because this was an incredibly strong year. Yeah.
0: I think this <laughs> like was a it great nomination, year? and I think that Endgame deserved this oscar but not any others yeah
1: oh yeah i mean it's way better than black panther
2: yeah oh yeah 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 if it were last year i mean like infinity war should have been nominated over black panther that's, but, a, that's a good oh, point yeah. but this was just a very strong year yeah mm-hmm.
1: so 1917 took best visual effects which is fine i guess whatever yeah. but i think it still should have gone to Game and secondarily to the irishman
0: i did like the videos they showed at the oscars that like showed what the visual effects did
1: really cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's one more thing to touch on is for the most part the little montages before each award, very on point this year. Yeah, I thought yeah. they did a fantastic job with I just all of them.
2: Wish that like they would have actually like I guess like transferred them to the screen because that was weird because it was yeah. just like they're sh- they they're recording the stage and like the cameras moving. Yeah, around. very strange. Yeah, I didn't love that. Odd but pick. All the all like the montages were very good.
1: Yep. Um moving on here. Um they split sound editing and sound mixing, which Mm -hmm. I thought was an odd choice. That was interesting. I do think both of them should have gone to Uncut Gems, but in any case, uh sound editing went to Ford V Ferrari, which was the favorite. And that's fine. The sounds in that the sounds in that are great. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's that odd. It's that film that film was very technically proficient. It's just totally heartless, I think. That's fair. Um so yeah, that's fine. Um I was paying attention to the sound in Joker last night when we watched it, and I thought it was fine. Nothing special, but whatever. Uh, Star Wars literally just recycled the freaking toolbox. So what are you gonna do? I mean, just get nominated for the same sound effects. We all know what a what a blaster sounds like. <laughs> um, and then nineteen seventeen took sound mixing. I don't know. It's not yeah. very often that I'm impressed it's by a whatever. film sound mixing. Yeah. This year obviously was Uncut Gems. Last year was First Man, which it, it did win that, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it beat out Ad Astra, um, which I'm glad to see that get nominated for something. It beat out Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, and One Spot a Time in Hollywood. So apparently the editing in Rise of Skywalker was great, but the mixing was way off. I don't know. <laughs> I just, <laughs> it was just so tied into each other. I, there is a difference, but
2: yeah, yeah. But they usually go hand in hand,
1: right? Like you're gonna sit here and tell me that oh, the sounds sounded great in Rise of Skywalker, but those levels were way off. Like, <laughs> give me a break. It, it, Rise of Skywalker should be nominated for anything. It's a terrible movie. Uh, original song went to Rocket Man for the song "I'm Gonna Love Me Again." Of course, they're gonna give Elton John the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Not even close uh the harriet song was great though
0: yes Mm -hmm. i agree
1: uh that beat out frozen 2 into the unknown um seeing Adina menzel up there just made me want to watch uncut gems again
2: adele (laughs) Zim? huh adele Zim. i don't know what that means that's what the um, John Travolta when he said her name wrong. <laughs> and so, like, the, yeah, and whoever introduced her yeah, was Josh like, "Gad," you know, said exactly as it's spelled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, the little the little in between bits had some good jokes. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. They should have just had Janome Monet host the whole thing.
2: That would have been great. I would have loved that. That's a that. pretty
1: inoffensive choice. Yeah. And she basically did, like Janome Monet, Steve Martin. Chris, uh, they let Chris Rock onto the stage for some unknown gosh darn yeah, reason. For him
2: to... Oh, yeah. I've got a Ferrari. It's better than a Ford. Okay. You're rich. We get it. It's the thing.
1: Having Chris Rock on the stage is a coin flip, though. You never know what that dude's going to do with yeah. a live mic. He doesn't give a crap. Um, but Yeah, it was basically like Janome Monet, Steve Martin, uh, Chris Rock, and... uh, oh, What's her name? What's her first name? Marie Tran from Star Wars. What is her first name?
2: Um... Kelly Kelly
1: Marie Tran. Yeah. Yes. Uh all had when pretty she... much like co-hosting roles.
2: When she made a sexual innuendo about Keanu Reeves.
1: Yep. We'd all like to unlo- reload his matrix. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother
2: said, but I think it would be better to wick
0: his jaw." <laughs> <laughs> that's not so bad. Olivia Coleman was good too. She
1: Olivia uh, Coleman was a champ. Yeah. She always is. She's a love yeah. of my life. I love Olivia Coleman. I'm so glad she won that. <laughs> um, all right. Best score. The nominees word. Uh Gudantentier. Uh, Thomas Newman for 1917. Alexander Displatt for Little Women. Randy Newman for Marriage Story and John Williams for episode nine. Uh winner was Hilder for a Joker.
0: I think that was very well deserved. Yeah, that's fine. The music in Joker is amazing. I mean, I
1: think you and I, Becca, we both picked Midsummer. For oh, ours yeah. of the year, but out of these, out of these nominees, uh, it's a tight race between Little Women and Joker. I have no problem with Joker winning this. The yeah, score's fantastic. Yeah, it really, it is. really is. Mm-hmm. We were paying attention to that to more last night. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and even I just went back and listened just through the score a couple weeks ago, and it just has such a big impact on the movie, and it's amazing. So I'm really glad that she won.
1: Yeah, I got no problem with that. And she gave a good speech. Yeah, she did. What was her line about? Um all the women who feel the music inside of them, we need to hear your voice oh, or something yeah. like that. So that was yeah. a great line. She yeah. gave a good speech. Uh, first woman to win for best score in like twenty some odd years. Oh yeah, really? yeah, fantastic wow. and well deserved.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, makeup and hairstyling went to Bombshell. I'm Whatever. Okay with that. I would have given it to Joker, but Bombshell was pretty phenomenal what they were able to do. Yeah. Did you ever see it, Sid? Mm-mm. It's they, good. They were able to do some crazy stuff.
2: I just think it's incredible that they made um, Margot Robbie pretty and Charlize <laughs> Theron. Can you I believe know, it? Right? Can
1: you believe that they made Margot Robbie attractive?
0: Like,
2: ugh, anytime I see her, <laughs> just normal.
1: Did you see the picture of her in Timothy Chalamet? Of course I did. She's know. like doting on him.
2: <laughs> that's what I would do. If well, I of ever. course. I mean, that's what I do with the poster in here. I just, <laughs> just put my hands around his head and just smile.
1: Goodness. Uh, costume design went to Little Women. We've already discussed that. Um, I honestly would have given it probably to Jojo Rabbit out of these picks. I think that was, I think that was my pick actually. We have these written down. Um, costume. Yeah, I gave it to Jojo Rabbit. My guess was Joker, but it went to Little Women. My
0: guess was Little Women and I wanted Little Women
1: yeah, my to guess take was it. Little Women. Yeah, well, maybe I was just being wishful. I don't know. I don't have anything against Little Women. I'm glad it won something.
0: I don't. I still stand by what I said earlier. I think that the costumes are amazing, and I think they put a lot of work into it. And especially like Florence Pugh's dresses were amazing. In yeah, Laura. when
1: they showed the the little preview, uh-huh. she did look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her dresses look fantastic. The one specifically the they showed one? that, yeah, the blue one, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, yeah. Man, can we just watch that again? Is it yes. in Peters? I, I, I think just it just is. It? So
2: ba- I've already seen it twice. And I already want to see it again. We
1: should I would just go love see, to it see it again.
0: See it
1: again. Um, if it's still in theaters, we really should.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Um, Production design went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, beating out 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, and The Irishman. I think that's well deserved. That was my pick for the year.
0: My pick for the year was Midsummer. Mine was Parasite,
2: but I think just like the magnitude of once upon a time where they like remade like seven blocks of LA. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that's pretty
0: incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I loved seeing the ladies walk up and accept the award for production design. Wasn't it for production design? Yeah. I don't know. They were just great. Like, old, these old ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, of course they know exactly what just Hollywood do was Doing it, like. it from memory. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, Editing concession award went to ford v ferrari the fact that this did not go to parasite is mind-blowing to me yeah. at this point
2: i said parasite i think I did like parasite
1: it. is the most deserved like honestly i'd give it to uncut gems mm-hmm. overall but out of these nominees parasite i think absolutely mm-hmm. like yeah. that's what i mean when i say i think it's a concession press and especially seeing what parasite did win i'm blown away that it didn't take this category yeah, yeah. cannot believe it
0: i did also think jojo rabbit had good editing i think that was a deserving nomination. I, yeah. I
2: realized the other day um that two of my favorite movies from the past three years have heavy themes of peaches in them huh i don't know if that really matters but that's just what i thought and i wanted to share it with you guys
1: well in I one of them deep things in there. one of them they're helpful and in one of them they're harmful
2: so <laughs> depends on which point of view you're going from, but yes.
1: I mean, I guess the peach didn't really give consent. That's true. So did not. Maybe anyway. maybe call me your name is much darker than we
2: thought. Oh my gosh. <sighs> it's all
1: about rape. That's terrifying. Ooh. Timmy, what have you yes. done?
2: Cancel him. <laughs>
1: Let's cancel Timmy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I do not remember the editing in Fort V Fry being anything special. Me. Either. But I I told Becca this last night. I think the Academy just doesn't know what editing is. Because I mean,
2: honestly, I'm not into, like I. I can tell when it's bad, but really, it's not ever something that like stands out to me after I've seen it, where I can be like, "Oh yeah, that editing was horrible."
1: What for what...
0: me, it's something like, like Dunkirk, where you're like. The movie relies on the editing Editing's almost. Phenomenal, that movie. That's when I notice it and I'm like, oh yeah, the editing in this movie is amazing. Yeah. But when a movie doesn't specifically rely on the editing to tell the story, it's hard to tell for yeah. me.
1: Did you see, Sid, the Nerdwriter video?
2: Which one he thought should win?
1: No, on, specifically on the peach montage in Parasite. No. You I have to watch it.
2: I watched... I don't know if it was Nerdwriter, but I know that I watched one where he was just, like, guessing. He th- was saying which one he thought should win, mm-hmm. and he said Parasite. And, like, thinking back to what he said, like, um, he said that, like, the the intense scenes in Ford v. Ferrari were pretty good, but, like, it was it just very much dragged in the middle.
1: Very you know? The movie was way too long. The,
2: the beginning was extremely slow and not necessary.
1: Um. Yeah. So it's called Parasites Perfect Montage. It can be found on the Nerdwriter channel on youtube uh that's what really opened my eyes up to just how uh not just how good but how efficient uh the editing allows the storytelling to be um for a part of the movie that had the potential to drag um as what he because he he talks about the montage uh towards the like kind of three quarters mark of the first half um. Where uh, the dad gets the job and then the mom gets the job and then they get rid of the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. And it's going to blow your mind. All of that happens in about two and a half minutes. Wow. So just like the efficiency with which they tell that part of the story is just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And he highlights specifically the editing in it. And that's what really turned me on to it. Um, but yeah. So I'm just very surprised that that didn't uh, get the win. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, cinematography went to 1917.
2: Yawn. Expected. Whatever. Roger yeah, Deakins you know, is great. I'm just fine with Roger Deakins getting it. Not necessarily 1917. Here's the yeah, thing. I mean. I go I listen to
1: our are. episode on that. I love the cinematography in that movie. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a contest. Yeah. It was never going to go to anything else. Yeah.
0: If I were giving the award, I'd give it to the lighthouse.
1: Um, I still would give it to 1917. I'm really surprised that Joker was nominated. Even watching it last night and trying to pay attention, I did not find the cinematography to be that spectacular in that movie. I thought it was yeah. uh, it was serviceable, mm-hmm. but I did not think it was Oscar worthy. Yeah. yeah. Again, uncut gems. I'd nominate above Joker. Absolutely. Midsummer. Midsummer, absolutely, above the Joker or Irishman. I think again, Irishman. I don't think the cinematography is what makes it special. I think it's the screenplay and the performances. Uh, But yeah, cinematography went to 1917. Roger Deakins is a treat. We're lucky to have him, so that's fine. Uh, Adapted screenplay. Bit of a surprise here. I thought for sure it was going to Joker.
2: I thought it was going to Little Women. Really? Yeah. Because, I mean, I haven't read it, but just hearing how she changed up the timeline. um, It is very novel. I feel like it is... It's... uh, a very good choice um kind of more engaging into the story and i know that like a bunch of people were like i shouldn't have to be doing homework and you know not being able to figure out what time period i am in." trying to watch this movie and like if you just pay attention and you wait for maybe 30 seconds till you get into the scene you'll know where you are yeah, yeah. if your
1: problem watching little women was that you couldn't like locate yourself in time I don't know what Just to tell you. Just
0: pay attention to their hairstyles. <laughs> pay attention to it's the colors. It's not that Come Hard.
1: on. Dude, P.S. That freaking... Uh, what is that gosh darn Instagram account? You shared it from Parasite the other oh, day. that Color Yeah, yeah Cinema yeah. Color Palettes or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, holy crap. So
1: it's an Instagram account, and they take stills from movies and extract the color palette from it.
2: Yeah, Color and Palette it, Cinema. Yeah,
1: Color Palette Cinema. Fantastic Instagram account.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for those of you who are trying to get more into understanding lighting and cinematography and uh, color, like what the, the role that color plays in the vibe of a movie, mm-hmm. uh, that account is fantastic for that um see adapted screenplay went to jojo rabbit though
0: i'm totally okay with that great pick yeah i'm totally
1: fine it's a great pick
2: um i do know um with taika winning he's the first indigenous person to win an oscar really yeah Hmm. yeah and i think it's awesome that like uh taika and bong you know both non-white people i think it's great Mm -hmm. yeah also taika looked fantastic dude his he hair did. his hair oh he's my on point gosh. He, we
1: forgot him in best dress but he looked great
2: oh my yes. gosh I, if best hair he's he's absolutely also, which is
1: incredible because timothy chalamet was there
2: oh yeah <laughs> yeah i saw a video of um bong joon ho going backstage and taika just hugging
1: him yeah i saw I'd, that too
2: i just like want it burned into my brain forever
1: <laughs> it was <laughs> beautiful truly was what a, what a wholesome moment yes i don't know taika is great i love taika Indeed. oh yeah Here's the thing. I wasn't as hot on Jojo Rabbit as you guys were, and I have my reasons for it. I do want to see it again. Mm
2: -hmm. Maybe I would like it
1: better a second time. Yeah. Maybe the Wes Anderson-ness of it all would uh, be more okay with me. But I do feel validated because um, I watched the video from Your Movie Sucks on his predictions for the best picture thing and he had the exact same criticism that i did and he's very harsh on movies
0: i think that's a totally fair criticism i just i mean again we've talked about this before it that the wes anderson-ness of it made me like it more man
1: even saying these words right now just makes me want to go watch moonrise kingdom
0: oh (laughs) okay
1: what a phenomenal film (laughs) we pre-ordered our grand Budapest hotel criterion too i wish i had money that comes out in april
0: i wish we had money too does it's it called. It's called spending all of it on criterion. credit cards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so that's adapted screenplay. Uh, original screenplay. This was the big turning point of the night, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parasite Yay. took original screenplay Ooh. over 1917. Knives Out. So glad that got a nomination, by the oh, way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Marriage Story and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought Marriage Story was a shoe in for this. I thought
0: it was going to be Once Upon a Time really? in Hollywood.
1: Yeah. I, I really thought the marriage story was a shoe in
0: yeah. Oh I thought it was going to be Parasite
1: You went I mean, all in though I did you, just, I was you, like, you had faith and you went for it
0: Yeah I was like you know what I think Parasite's the best film And sure Like throughout the past couple weeks Andrew's been like oh I think people are thinking This one or this one And I was like no this is the one I think is best And yeah I pretty much chose it for Almost everything it was nominated for
1: Yeah Um, I mean, my pick was Parasite as well, but I I predicted Marriage Story and I really thought that that was just going to happen. Yeah. So, How on Earth 1917 got nominated for original screenplay blows my my freaking mind. (laughs) Um, Again, the screenplay and the dialogue and the characters are not what is impressive about that movie. No. At all. Yeah. Again, that movie is pretty soulless. With the exception of the singing scene. Yes. Yeah. And the mother and baby scene. Those two scenes are good. Everything else is pretty heartless. Yeah. Yeah. Runny, runny, shooty, shooty, boom, explosion. Boom, boom,
2: Germans. Did (laughs) you see
1: that was? Oh gosh, what's the video? Somebody did um like parodied trailers for all of the best picture nominations, and they said trailers. Was it? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, so they did. Yeah, it was honest trailers, and they Mm -hmm. did all of the best picture nominees. Mm And the 1917 one, they said that it was a like a one way thrill ride where the various checkpoints are the UK's hottest stars, oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it just showed like moving from Colin Firth to Andrew yeah. Scott to <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh my gosh! Which I thought was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Oh, uh, Knives Out sequel in the works already.
0: Really? <gasps> really? Amazing.
1: Yeah. Following LeBlanc. Uh, so every character in the movie will be different, aside from LeBlanc. Okay, I would love to see them bring back uh Lakeith Stanfield though, but oh. I understand why they can't.
2: I love him so much,
1: dude. He's on the he's on the warpath right now. I love him. that dude is on the up.
2: I just like I don't know what it, like ever since I saw him in uh Sorry to Bother You and Get Out, I just have this deep love. For he's him.
1: he's incredible, and he he's so good. he he picks up the him and julia fox pick up the like very small tiny amount of slack that adam sandler leaves in uncut gems mm-hmm. his energy in uncut gems is just phenomenal yeah. he's so good in that movie um
2: he deserves the world
1: he really does i'm i'm excited to see where he goes from here mm-hmm. he's just he's he's doing so well he's photograph is him too, right? The photograph that's coming out that looks boring. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have
2: no idea what that's about, but honestly, I would just see it for him. But it's like
1: the girl is like, my mother didn't love, so I can't love, but Something. Lakeith Stanfield wants me to love.
2: If Lakeith Stanfield hmm. wants you to love, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants you to love him specifically, you better damn well do it. I'm hard agree. I,
1: I, I would leave Becca for Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, boy. <laughs> I would. Do you know how much money he has? Probably. That's fair. He's also great in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, all of it. Yeah.
2: Sorry to bother you. Yeah.
1: That's fair okay. If you haven't seen Sorry to Bother You, that movie, you should really go watch it. It's I won't so say great. I won't say anything else. You
0: just Don't, need to watch. Don't go know, in, know anything. Go about
1: in it. as blind as you can yeah. because that movie is a ride. <laughs> Army Hammer in that movie oh. is just phenomenal. Okay. Um, so yeah um direct uh, yeah i guess this is the way they want to list it whatever uh best director went to bong jun ho he doesn't even have a proper like profile shot on his uh imdb <laughs> um but once again marty and quentin it's not happening for him quentin better win best director for his next movie because he says he's done
0: yeah oh wow
1: he says he's doing a 10th film and he's done has he ever won not for directing (laughs) he won for writing for inglorious bastards which is reasonable because that's probably the best screenplay ever written Yep, (laughs) (laughs) i I don't exaggerate when i say that um who won that year for best picture
2: no for best director
1: um 2007 that would have been i don't remember okay i'll figure yeah um so marty lost which is unfortunate, but whatever. He'll come back, maybe. I don't know. Marty's like a million years old. So, what are you going to do? Uh, Sam Mendes, who cares? Todd Phillips, who cares? Um, Actually, uh, less of a who cares on Sam Mendes, because this was a huge mountain for uh, Bong to climb.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad he won.
1: I couldn't believe it when they announced it. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew. That's when I knew. Because... Like I said earlier in the podcast, that was a much bigger mountain for uh, him to climb than Best Picture even.
2: It was Catherine Bigelow.
1: Oh, for The Hurt Locker? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I would have given it to Quentin, but in any case.
2: You know, only woman to win, I think.
1: Ooh. Ooh. That comment aged poorly. (laughs) I don't know. In any case, I still think *Inglorious Passage is a better movie than The Hurt Locker. Yeah. Hurt Locker though, uh, pretty maligned. A much better movie than people give it credit for. I think that having it put on that pedestal of Best Picture made a lot of people uh I guess underrate it. Mm-hmm. But that's just because Inglorious Passage is like one of the best films of yeah. like the last few decades. It's an incredible
2: movie.
1: Fantastic. Um Greater Gorg should have been in here.
2: Yeah. I agree. Over
1: Todd Phillips for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: But uh, we decided that we... It's a weird thing, though, because uh, really, it, you're splitting hairs, though, because Joker is a well-directed film. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny, like, because we were talking about this before the, the show started, that Joker was nominated for 11 awards, and I think the only one that I would have picked it for is Best Actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have an issue with it being nominated for any of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It
2: just kind of felt like...
1: It's like the third best in every category. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, It just felt very
0: middle ground in everything.
1: Yeah. Apart from Best Actor. it's an amazing
0: movie. It's really, really good. It's just there were so many really good movies this year.
1: Yeah. But I mean, even still, like even if you compare it to last year, I think there were two or three films that beat it out in every one of those categories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that Roma and The Favorite both would have trumped it hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gosh, the favorite's so good. Can, can we watch a, a freaking? I just lost his name. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yes, we should watch a Yorgos Lanthimos film tonight.
0: So how many movies are we watching? So we're gonna today? go see. We're gonna go see Little Women. <laughs> okay. And then
1: we're gonna come back and we're gonna watch, We're gonna watch Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. And then we're gonna watch Killing of a Sacred Deer.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a great evening. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> we got. It's a. Uh, it's 7:40. We got plenty of time. time. Yeah, it's like that's like uh, probably eight hours. It's so, fine. Yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, do we know what he's up to?
2: Um, Is he doing anything? Let's see.
1: I mean, I'm sure he's doing something. Yeah. But, but. I haven't uh, heard anything.
2: Um, looks like he's got two in the works. Uh, one called Untitled Greek National Opera Project.
1: Um. Okay.
2: And one called the man in the Rockefeller suit.
1: Whatever, I'm in.
2: Let's cool. just let's get him back. We love you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um. Apparently Luca had a short film come out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Or it it, it either is coming out or it did come out. I don't remember. Um. Oh, what is it?
2: Uh, the Staggering Girl?
1: Maybe. I don't remember.
2: It is a short. An Italian-American worker who lives yeah, in Yeah, it's New got Julianne
1: Moore and Mia Goth in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'll have to try and track that down. Huh. It's 40 minutes long. So, yeah. Um. All right. Best Supporting Actress went to Laura Dern. Yawn.
0: Well-deserved. Well-deserved, but yeah, yawn. But, yeah, yeah, we knew it was going to happen.
1: Not a real lot of competition there. Um, I mean, honestly, any other year, tons of competition, but yeah. there was a lot of people in the Reddit thread talking about how I, I was on the Reddit live thread while we were watching the Oscars. A lot of people who were like, "What was so special about Laura Dern? Like, it should have gone to Florence Pugh." Florence Pugh was absolutely the favorite in the Reddit thread. Oh yeah. Um, I think a lot of people just don't uh, know acting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I
2: think Lord, yeah, Laura Dern was fantastic in Marriage Story. I, I feel like it's. It kind of gets hard to compare um, acting when it's like Laura Dern's in like 20% of the movie and Florence Pugh is in 95% of Little Women. So it does get really hard to be like, well, she's like hardly even in it, you know?
1: But she's the villain in that movie. And that's what people don't realize, I think. Mm Yeah,
2: like she's not supposed to be very likable.
1: And she's, she's, but she, like she is the villain. But that's the thing is like, it's worked Mm -hmm. because she's manipulated the audience into thinking that she's not.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Just like she manipulates the crap out of Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's so good. Her performance is amazing.
0: It was awesome to see Scarlett Johansson nominated.
1: Oh, yeah. For sure. She did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my pick would have been Laura Dern, then Florence Pugh, then Margot Robbie, though. Yeah. Because Margot Robbie does do a great job. I did not see Richard Jewell. Um, I'm not that interested in supporting Clint Eastwood. So, yeah. um, Supporting actor. Went to Brad Pitt. Yawn. Right, yeah, we talked. No, I mean, all no. these all these actor we, categories are yawns. Yeah, I think it should have gone to Joe Pesci, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, the fact that Anthony Hopkins was nominated again makes no sense. That movie's fine, but whatever.
2: Had no interest in seeing it. It's whatever. Figured.
1: Um, Renee Zellweger, took actress, yawn. Really should have gone to Sir Runnin'. Mm-hmm. I watched Judy. What a snooze fest! That movie is not very good. Mm-mm a reason it was only nominated for one oscar. Yeah. And I feel like the academy had made up their minds before they even submitted um nominations. Yeah. That movie is such a snooze fest. It is not very good. Noted. <laughs> she is very good. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I would assume. I'm not familiar yeah. with when you're doing a when you're doing biopics, you're just doing an imitation and yeah. I'm not familiar with late period Judy Garland's behavior. So maybe yeah. she was terrible, but I don't know. Uh, she gave a compelling performance. The emotion was there. Like, you know, uh, very sympathetic towards the character. But that movie was just so boring. Yeah. Uh, whereas Sersha Ronan did a fantastic job. I would have even been fine with Shirley's Throne or Scarlett Johansson. I think Scarlett Johansson would be my number two pick behind Saoirse. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, me I too.
2: I just remembered Saoirse's, um monologue about women. And I want to start crying so again. So good. We really just,
1: we really do just need to go see Little Women.
2: We do. Oh my gosh, I just, I already want to own it so bad. We are,
1: I already pre-ordered it on Amazon. I think I might. It's, it's so freaking it's so good. good. And when they did Florence Pugh's uh, little bit about oh. marriage for her preview, I was yeah. like, that's fitting. That, I think those that's are a, like
2: yeah. some of the two best monologues in the whole Oh, movie.
1: phenomenal, dude. Yeah.
2: And then of course Timothy's on the hill, makes me want to cry. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh,
1: dude. How is was he not nominated for supporting actor? I know. Kick out Anthony Hopkins for that. See you later. Yeah. Um, Walking Phoenix took best actor. Yawn.
0: Yeah, very well deserved. Yeah,
2: I would Great say guy. that I would have loved if Adam Driver got it.
1: I actually had like when it came time for me to pick, I did pick Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. That's who I would have. I didn't preferred. predict it, but that that was my pick.
0: Yeah, I think. Joaquin Phoenix's performance was absolutely amazing. Was oh, yeah. Hard way agree. better than Adam Driver's to me, I think. Not that Adam Driver's was bad. And, sure. all. Uh-huh.
1: Oh. No, not to take anything away from Joaquin Phoenix's performance, but uh, just uh, I think that Adam Driver covers an equally impressive range of emotion in Marriage Story while also like uh, just the extremes because that fight that they have yeah. is just heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then again, like the way that Joaquin delivers his whole speech at uh, the, the late night show mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just phenomenal. Yeah. So good. Um, okay. And that brings us to Best Picture. Parasite took it over Yay. 1917, oh Ford v Ferrari, God. Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman.
0: Oh. That was such an amazing moment. It, oh, really, was. it really was. It really was. And when she so when exciting. she
1: when she took that moment to pause uh-huh. after she read it and yeah. look up at the crowd. I was like, Parasite. "Don't you dare say 1917 <laughs> at this point." That's such I a- know. I was
0: like <laughs> watching her mouth like how is she going to form her words? Like, is it is gonna she going to be... start an N or a P? Yeah. Is she going <laughs> to start Green Book again? I don't know. Green
1: <laughs> she <book>. announces <laughs> Green Book. <laughs> the best picture goes to Mahershala Ali.
2: <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, give it to him.
1: Yeah, sure. Whatever. Give it to him, not the movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, But yeah, dude, no. Incredible. Like, first film not in English to ever win the best picture. That's amazing. And the first film from South Korea to ever be at the Academy Awards or win an Academy Award.
0: I feel like this is like, like Parasite is the best film to be the first to win.
1: No, I mean, there's a lot to be said about it, right? As far as it just being so rawly accessible on top of being a foreign film.
0: And like, I almost say that, I say that like over Roma. Like, I'm glad Parasite's the one that won, not. Roma oh
1: sure year, yeah. like I would have loved to see Roma win but sure. again like if I'm gonna show my parents a movie it's not gonna be Roma uh-huh. yeah yeah like I mean?
2: it's it's funny it's entertaining but it also
0: has these complex themes to it well and you've said this a couple times before Andrew that like it's a film that gets you excited about film oh yeah.
1: absolutely yeah well and like again if you you can go back and listen to our we did an, an, an intro to international cinema episode a few months ago Uh, where I talked about, I guess it was mostly me, um, (laughs) talking about some of my favorite films from around the world and, um, you know, why why I feel it's important to uh, be a partaker of international cinema and not just limit yourself to English language films. And uh, the amazing thing about this is that it's going to act as a bridge to so many people who would not consider watching a foreign language film. But they'll put this on because it won Best Picture and, you know, just like, Bong said, you know, once you get over the one inch barrier, you open yourself up to so many more incredible films. Mm -hmm. And I think that this film specifically and his filmography in general are amazing ways to begin to bridge that gap. And I think that even in that sense, Korean and Asian cinema have the potential to be kind of that that expansion, right? Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of specifically horror films are like a lot of our big horror films are adapted from Uh, Asian horror films specifically Korean or Japanese films Mm -hmm. and you know if this can act as the entryway to a lot of people getting into that then I'm I'm all for it and I don't think that Roma would have had the same effect had it won
2: Yeah, yeah I agree yeah I'm very excited I would love to be able to have the original like horror movies be the one that's released instead of the adaptations which like I'm not you know knocking on those like some of them are pretty good but um Like, they just do it in such a different, captivating way. Um, Yeah, I'm very excited.
1: Well, and, I mean, a lot of the times these are, you know... You think about something like The Grudge, which Mm -hmm. is a story that is really... I guess if we're talking about, you know, Asian horror films that were adapted, The Grudge is... That story is very ingrained into Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. And for us, it's just another ghost story. But the way that it's presented and the love with which it's presented... um, is is just phenomenal because of how like i said how ingrained that story is into their culture mm-hmm. um that said i read an article today about what bong joon ho is doing next um, he's working on two films currently as well as turning parasite into a mini series for hbo Ooh! so um rumor has it that mark ruffalo is slated to star in that which means that it likely i mean almost definitely will be english language mm-hmm. Um and uh, I mean, mostly speculation at this point, but a lot of people are saying it's going to be similar to like the Fargo TV show where oh, okay. it explores similar themes but with totally unrelated characters, okay. which I think would be fantastic. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, Adam McKay is signed on to help with that as well, and Bang Jun Ho is producing but not directing it. So, my guess is that he'll be more tangentially involved in that than directly involved. But his two films he's working on, one is a Korean film that he said is a mix between um, drama, horror, and action that takes place in Seoul. And that was all he said.
2: (laughs) Amazing. Right? Who knows? You don't even have to say anything. You just say Bong Joon-ho is doing another movie. Let's get it.
1: And the other one, he didn't give any more specifics than this, but he said is an English language film that uh, retells the event's of a 2016 event it's like it's it's a retelling of events that happened in 2016 so if we can narrow down what events happened in 2016 that would be relevant for him to tell in an english language film
0: (laughs) i can't think of anything important that happened in 2016 i don't
1: think that bong joon ho is going to make a movie about the election (laughs) i guess you never know yeah but yeah i don't know it'd be interesting that would be interesting yeah it's like a, it's like an inspired by true events which i don't know that he's hmm. done before hmm. isn't memories of a murder based on true events i think so yeah maybe but in any case i think still see it i think the Whatever host is also based on true events
2: oh yeah great definitely movie. Yeah. snow <laughs>
1: based on true events yes. no that's a documentary oh actually. that's right that's right it's yeah. a future no, documentary it's
0: a sequel to willy wonka oh you're right <laughs> you've seen you're that right. video right Sid? Yeah.
1: phenomenal <laughs> that movie that video is incredible but yeah, I mean, seriously, just we, uh, how I was so thrilled mm-hmm. to see that. Just so excited.
2: Oh, yeah. I clapped so hard that my hands started to tingle. <laughs> I was so excited. And my family was just like, calm down. And then my, my sister and my mom were like, well, we don't think it's the best one. I was like, well, what would you say? It's like 1917. I was like, oh
1: okay that was the divide in the reddit thread too a lot of people were gunning for it but again it's it's people who want to suck the heart out of cinema yeah i don't
2: there's know there's just no just emotional weight like to it 1917 at all like like the last half great everything before that i couldn't care less
1: right i don't know man yeah. whatever um what was the other thing i was gonna say oh yeah this just uh this definitely put more ammo in my pocket though because we're, we're having a movie night with my parents this weekend and i asked them how they felt about watching a movie that wasn't in english and my dad was like well obviously that's not my first choice <laughs> cuz i wanted to show him parasite uh-huh.
0: now you can be like now i
1: can be like this is the best picture winner dad how do you feel yeah.
0: about watching the best picture let's just let's
1: just watch the movie that won best picture this year yeah it's, it's just like, not oh, okay it. let's do it
0: yeah my oh, family oh yeah it's in, it's it's in korean, <laughs> in korean. <laughs>
2: my family watched it and it was it was a very fun experience to watch them watching it especially the birthday party scene they were just like shocked and it was just amazing. But like, I was really surprised that they were laughing so much.
1: It's a funny movie. It, it is really funny, is. but I,
2: I guess maybe just because I've like I I dived um, into the themes for some of my papers for my film class. But like seeing like the part where um, is it Mr. Yeah, Mr. Park. He's talking about uh, Mr. Kim's smell. And like they're laughing at that, but to me that's such a sad moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And I guess it's probably more because I knew the outcome. Sure. Um. But yeah, like I, I mean, I guess this is kind of more going into a tangent on, um, the writing, but how, um, just Bong Joon Ho can incorporate these funny, entertaining things and also have these emotional, heavy problems in it as well. So like you can still enjoy it. But then afterwards, you can be like, oh, he was actually really saying something there.
1: Yeah. Well, and that ties back into the point that we were making earlier, right? Of this being the perfect vehicle to introduce people to international cinema. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So congratulations, Bong. We're very, very happy. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that we played an enormous part in this. Our year-end episode, I'm sure, was heard by many members of the Academy and assisted them in choosing Best Picture. You're
0: welcome. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, Anything else to say about the Oscars?
0: I don't think so. It was a great year. It was a
1: great year. I thought the ceremony was great. Mm -hmm. I thought the awards were great. I I was very, very pleased with everything overall.
0: Timothy did great. Timmy. Yep.
1: I think get a host next year.
0: I didn't mind how it flowed at all. I don't think... I'm fine I just... I can't
1: help but imagine the alternate universe where they had Janelle Monae host.
0: That would be That would have been That would have been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Paddington.
2: Just a suggestion.
1: Just... Have the ceremony yes. be us watching Paddington? No, they just, just scream Paddington. No, just <laughs> oh, have
0: Paddington, have Paddington be the
1: host. Host. Okay, I thought <laughs> you meant just like they show up. They're like instead of giving awards, we're all gonna watch Paddington too.
2: No, he like just gives out people marmalade sandwiches. And- <laughs>
1: I'd be down for that. It'd be very wholesome. I got a problem with that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I I actually like the format of No host. I feel like the host kind of slows it down and mm-hmm. detracts more, so.
1: But here's the thing, it, they just had 15 hosts instead of one.
2: Yeah. But, but I guess fine. like I mean like they would still have different presenters for each award so i kind of feel like with the host it would kind of just like go from host to
0: presenter well no
1: but that's what they did is they had people uh, even uh george mckay made that joke where he was like now i'm here to introduce myself to introduce somebody else who will introduce somebody else
0: yeah that's true like that that,
1: they had hosts
0: but i kind of liked seeing so many different people even just for what they were wearing and to hear from them and
1: i guess to hear george mckay's native accent was worth it Mm -hmm. i did not know that's what he sounded like yeah all right, well, the vote is split on whether they should have a host or not.
0: Um, no, it's two to one. It's split. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on the Oscars? No. All right, folks, we're ready to rip-roar into a new year of film. Mm-hmm. Um, this year was great. Hopefully 2020 can be as good. Yes. Let's pray to the film gods. We've got some big things coming up. I saw the, like... Um. What is it? IMDb twenty twenty films. Um, gosh, where did this list go? Most anticipated movies, and we got some. We got some crazy stuff. Uh, Mulan looks actually pretty decent. Dune is coming out. No Time to Die. Um, Morbius looks interesting. Uh, we saw The Gentleman. Oh, what'd you think? That was a treat. Yeah, it was fun. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. <laughs> um, let's see. Tenet is coming out. Um, obviously, that's going to be fantastic. The Kingsman is coming out. Is that related to The Kingsman?
2: Um,
0: yes. I believe it's a prequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm okay with that.
1: Um,. The French Dispatch is happening, which is just going to be incredible, I'm sure. Um, yeah.
2: we got some good ones coming.
1: Preemptive uh, early race for Best Director between Christopher Nolan and Wes Anderson, because I'm sure the both of them are going to be fantastic. I really have no doubt. Those guys just don't put out bad movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're very excited. Um, For 2020 Legally Blonde 3
2: Yeah Am I right?
1: <laughs> Mank uh, New David Fincher First film since Gone Girl
0: <gasps> Alright
1: The premise of the movie doesn't do much to excite me Oh really? Um, it follows the screenwriter's tumultuous development Of Orson Welles' iconic masterpiece Citizen Kane So it's like a biopic yeah. But that again The last time that David Fincher did a biopic We got a social network
2: very true that's true very, so very true.
0: okay
1: the faith is there right Little more hope there okay. yeah um so yeah I think that's all i have to say
0: yeah me too
1: we thank you for joining us on this journey through 2019 it's been a good year for us and a good year for film mm-hmm. and we're grateful to have been able to talk about it and we'll resume our regu- regularly scheduled programming soon i guess yeah okay if you want to get in contact with us, you can do it at contact at wewatchpodcast.com. Or you can slide into the DMs at facebook.com slash wewatchpodcast or Instagram at wewatchpodcast. Uh, we love you. We thank you. My name is Andrew.
0: I'm Becca. I'm said,
1: And we'll catch you on the next one.
0: Bye. Bye.